The following program was produced by a community producer. The content, views, and opinions expressed are the sole responsibility of the community producer and do not reflect Malden Access Television, the City of Malden, or your cable provider. MATV welcomes your comments. Call us at 781-321-6400 or email us at access at matv.org. Hello, Malden, and welcome to another edition of 02148. I'm your host, Jerry Leone, and tonight uh, we have, well, we're supposed to have two guests, one at 7 p.m. right now, uh, Counselor Neil Anderson. Um, I haven't heard anything, so we'll await his arrival. And then at 7.30, we have Kristen Gennetti coming on to talk about the real estate market. So I, obviously, we're live if you want to message me any questions that you want to ask as you know i don't know if any of you who watch the show have known but a couple of weeks ago i have announced my candidacy for counselor at large and it's been two years since i've been away from the arena as you know i'm a two-term former school committee member and now i am throwing my hat into the race for counselor at large and i look forward in the next coming weeks um, to start my campaign, uh, you can reach my website at votelione.com, V-O-T-E-L-E-O-N-E.com, or visit, uh, if you're on Facebook, go to Vote Jerry Leone and, um, you know, message me anything you want to talk to about. Go to my website. You'll see what I stand for. Um, Again, we'll wait. This really uh, happens on the show that I'm all by myself alone starting the show as we await our guest. Um, I haven't heard from the counselor, so we'll just give it a few minutes. And a a reminder again, at 7.30, we have Kristen Gennetti. So I will check my phone to see if anyone has messaged me now for any questions. Oh, we have uh, we have our, our second guest. Uh, we'll see. We'll actually go to we'll go to the director if we can go to a, a brief a brief pause.
go adjust everything. Okay. Sorry. I guess we're uh, yeah. This I, don't, I don't. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm always early. All right, folks, we're back. Sorry for that uh, difficulty. And, and actually, my, my second guest tonight showed up early, so she's on the show, uh, Kristen Gennetti. Thanks for having me, Jerry. I happen oh. to always be extra early, so I guess this worked out in your favor. This did work out. And as you know, you, you grew up, you were born in Malden. If you want to tell us a little about yourself first for people who don't know you that are watching the show. Sure. Um, I've lived here most of my life. I actually moved here when I was uh, six to the Forestdale area, and um, that was way back in the 80s, early 80s. I won't give my age, but um, since then, I've, I grew up uh, in Forestdale, and I bought two homes there, one I'm currently renovating, um, and I've been a realtor for the last 13 years. Okay, and you have, uh, you have family all around Malden, correct? All around Malden, mostly from the Edgeworth area, a really big family, um, really spread out all around the city, but mainly uh, the Edgeworth and Forestdale area. Okay, and growing up, where did you go to school? I went to, geez, I have a long list. Okay, <laughs> so I went to Forestdale and then Brown closed down. I went to Chevrous, Arlington Catholic, NBU. Okay, and then you got right into the... The field before you got into real estate, you had you were doing different. I was. I went to um, Boston University and I graduated from the Sargent College of Allied Health. And uh, actually, my degree is in occupational therapy. So I worked in um, the Somerville Public Schools probably um, until 2013. Um, so I had two jobs simultaneously. Um, I got licensed as a realtor in 04, started practicing full time, uh, part time in 05. And then in 2013, um, I left the school job um, altogether and went full time into real estate. And that was really prompted um, when I had my daughter. And what got what prompted you to get into the, the this whole? I guess new, that's uh, a mixed bag. Uh, my mom was a realtor growing up, so I you know I saw a lot of real estate happening you know around me. And I thought it was a good idea just to get my license for general knowledge. And then I loved it, you know, right out of the gate. So I think when I had my daughter, I was uh, faced with the decision. You know, I can't have two, quote unquote, full-time jobs and an infant. And so I wanted to go with what I loved. And it's really been the best decision that, you know, I've made, career-wise anyway. Now, have any of your friends followed suit? Um, actually, yes. Um, one of my uh, really good friends that grew up, Katie uh, Grossi Billingsley, okay. is part of my team now. Um, but I'm welcome to have more friends if they'd like to join as yeah, well. Yeah, sure. I mean, if you're having this much fun and you're successful, I, I don't see why they wouldn't want to. Sure, you have to follow. love what you do for sure. Um, and I, I don't consider it work. You know, I love what I yeah. do. It's a seven day a week job. 
uh, goes on for a lot of hours. So you you better love it or you'll be miserable or not that successful either. (laughs) What time do you begin in the morning? It varies. It does. I'm an early bird. You'll catch me pretty tired around 10, but I'm up. I'm up early. I like to be up before everybody. I think a lot gets done in the early morning yeah. hours. And then at night, obviously, any time. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I, there, there is a such thing as family time that yeah. you need to have. So for sure, you know, I shut it down. But there, there are a lot of long days and weekends. You know, typically this time of year, it's not as busy as it is come spring. But... We really haven't put the brakes on at all. The weather has been in our favor. Spring market's starting early, pending any more weather. Yeah. So I don't think, you know, if you are a full-time realtor, you know, have a heavily practicing, I don't think you've caught a break yet. Um, so we've just been going around the clock for many well, months on end, well, in you, years, actually. You've been very successful, as I see on Facebook. You know, you've, uh, the, the what, what is it, what was the total number that you have... If you can um, like in the last 12 months I believe um, I've closed 12 million I have a hand you know wow. in the city just in this city alone obviously I do service greater Boston and the surrounding area as well um, but a majority of my sales you know come from the Malden Malden market so I'd say you know I close personally you know 12 million myself Um but the numbers should be significantly increasing, you know, in the coming in the coming year for sure. Now, is 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 there a certain season where you have most um, like people want it to? Obviously, I don't think in the dead of the winter they're gonna. You know, the serious buyers are out looking now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I have three or four homes under contract in Malden now. I have a couple more uh, listings coming up. One great listing uh, in Maplewood coming up uh, on Monday. Oh wow! So. You know, and a big commercial listing that we're putting up in Everett. Um, so, like I said, I haven't slowed down, and I think that real serious buyers are out there looking through the holidays, through the cold weather. They don't mind it. Um, yeah. So I think, you know, a few years ago, you could say that there was a seasonality with the business that it would be, you know, spring into midsummer, people looking to move their families, but. I think those real estate seasons kind of, you know, evolved over the years and we pretty much stay busy all year round. Oh, wow. That's amazing. And then, I mean, you, you, you work so hard and then you have to find time to have vacation too in the summertime. I'm guilty what... of not have, having a vacation in a, in a while, um, but hope to plan something for April. Uh, we have a lot of good things in the oh, works, wow. as you know. Yeah. So uh, I haven't been able to take a vacation. <laughs> Well, I don't know if you want to wait a little bit or, or say it now. No, I know you it's told all, me. It's all good. Um, so the the best thing, you know, about this year for me is that I really wanted to, you know, have my office in Malden. Um, I thought it would be, you know, help out my clients that I'd be more accessible. Um, you know, if they kind of visit me, drop off a check. Um, I'm in and out of Malden all day long. So we are opening an office hopefully within the next month or so. And it'll be located directly across the street, as luck would have it, um, in the old Masonic building, which has been renovated, um, in the building 126, 150 Pleasant Street. So it will open up as a Century 21 Northeast slash the Kristen Gennetti Group. Um, So I'm super excited, you know, to get us in there and and just be, you know, part of Malden and the developing downtown, which is going to be huge. So, you know, I think our, our location is really on point. Now, when you say group, does that mean like it's, it's kind of like a, see, I don't, 
So I will be in charge of the agents there. Okay. Um, we will be under the Century 21 umbrella. Uh, Century 21 Northeast is the um, fastest growing Century 21 franchise actually in the country right now. Um, up to about 53 offices, so we're rapidly expanding. It's also an international company, as you may know. Um, the group part of it will be that um, I'll sort of be in charge of it and we'll be recruiting agents to come work with me. So if you are a licensed agent or if you know anybody, I would love to you know, have a confidential you know, interview if you're looking to make a change or if you're looking to just start out. Um, happy do, you ha- do you have the comps or do you have the contact info for them too? Sure, yeah, you can call me anytime um, at 781-704-7040. Obviously, that's for clients as well. Anytime you're looking to buy and sell, you can readily uh, reach me. But we do have a few agents that have already joined, um, and we're actively recruiting other agents um, to the office. So we're having, you know, meetings um, to, to get that going. So I'm really, really excited to to stay in Walden, you know, we bought another home here in Walden uh, over the summer. So I think that sealed the deal and my commitment in staying here. And like I said, most of my business is here. I don't really yeah. know much else else outside of Malden. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Do you do anything out of state? Any any sales or? No, I'm not licensed out of state, only in Mass. Okay. And like I said, I still service, you know, greater Boston, um, as well as all the, you know, cities along the North Shore. But my primary focus, you know, is Malden and, and always will be. And how long, I don't know if you said earlier, how long did you, did it take to get your license? How long did it take? I mean, I've been licensed since 04. Okay. But not full time until 2013. I see. So I've had my, you know, I've had my license. I've been practicing since 04, uh, 05. Yeah. Okay. And I know, you know, we had chatted briefly, um, this, a couple of the neighborhoods in, in Malden have gotten that, I guess, yeah, and I don't know I don't know how the rankings, you know, you see Edgeworth is the hottest area and Maplewood the fastest growing, you know, Redfin um, yeah. does come out with these statistics. I'm not really sure, you know, how it's it's based on, you know, uh gains maybe per year. Um but I like to think, you know, all of Malden is growing rapidly. You know, some years we've seen ten percent, you know, plus gains, um, which is huge. And I think that, you know, a lot of folks got pushed out of the Somerville, Cambridge, JP, Arlington, and even Medford segment, and then they moved into Malden. It was still affordable. Um, the schools, you know, are great. The downtown is developing. We're near two to three train stations. Yeah. So it was really the next place to go. I mean, a lot of cool new restaurants moving in. So you can see... Um, the city, you know, changing. I can see, you know, the vision even in a couple of years time, it's going to be a totally different place. It would be like, you know, I, I hear stories of Malden Square of yes. old, like with the movie theaters and that. I, I, went, I don't you know. remember. <laughs> I, I, that's before my time too. I've seen photos. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But um, do you, now do you primarily deal with homes or do you do apartments? It's um, commercial and residential real estate. I don't handle, you know, apartments myself, but okay. I will some have somebody on staff that will handle apartment rentals. Um, just in this area alone, we're probably looking at, I'm saying this area, where the office will be located, probably about 750 apartments just around us. So there'll be a need for people to find apartments, 
the people that are living in apartments will eventually then want to buy a home. So we will have somebody, you know, on staff to help those people that will more be, you know, an apartment uh, specialist, know, rental specialist. As you know, that's a hot topic in the city. Rentals? Well, not right. I mean, just the apartments, you know, it's it's some people, they're divided. Actually. I mean, the average rent in Malden is probably, you know, $2,000 now. But if you look outside of the city, Cambridge and Somerville, you know, that average is more like 2600 um, Some of the, their, you know, the buildings, there have luxury buildings and the rents are higher um, in those places. So people that do still have, you know, two and three family homes, the, the, um, the rents are more affordable there than some of these luxury buildings. But I know what you're saying. They're, they're, they're coming up rapidly around us. Yeah. But a yeah. lot of people are moving to Malden at the same time. I know, and and when you get when you get clients, what are they looking for specifically into when they buy? Are they schools? Is, does that Malden, attract? I think, um, like I said, some of the biggest attractions are uh, the proximity to Boston. We have access to public transportation. Um, they look at restaurants. Believe it or not, I've had clients that they go online and they see what restaurants are here, and that can be decision makers. So I think Malden as a whole, if you look at the whole picture, I think that we have so much to offer coming in. So I, I you know, I see, um, I just see an influx of a, a lot of you know different people. Malden is very diverse. Yeah. Um, but it's still, um, it's still a really hot market. And. There was another question. I, I should have wrote it down that I was going to ask you. So, aside from, I we just covered that the schools and restaurants. Do they? Is it the other surrounding city restaurants you think that attract them, or just Malden? No, I I just met with uh, folks that are buying one of my listings, and um, they were coming from Somerville, and I asked them. They said, "Oh, we didn't even look at you know X, Y, and Z towns." And they said, "You know, Malden's got this restaurant. This they had it all mapped out. They don't have a car." You know, they took Uber to come look yeah. at the house. They don't have a car. They want to know what's in the downtown. They want to know what they can access. Um, they're going to come right off the train. So they're watching the development of the downtown. You know we have a couple new restaurants that will be opening, breweries yeah. coming in. Um, so I do think that the downtown will look very different in the next couple of years. The vision's quite incredible if you sit in any of the meetings. Yeah. The the place now, you, your office across the street, was, was that the primary – first pick or were there other That was spots? the first pick. Okay. Yep. I've been looking for about a year, um, just trying to, you know, gauge where I thought would be the best place uh, for my clients and for me. Um, but I think there will be a lot of foot traffic. This will be a throughway, you know, in just a few months' time. Um, the parking here has improved significantly with the meters. People can't stay. So I um, – I drove around, you know, for a couple of months, different times of the day, because I wanted to make sure that clients would have parking. But with the metered parking, you know, you get your first 15 minutes free, yeah. um, and then you have to pay the meter. But it's getting people to actually move from the spot. They're not staying there all day, you know, like I think they might have done before, jump on the train. Um, so there should be plenty of parking. There are parking lots and walking distance as well if, you know, if things were filled up in front of. But I got a, a spot right out front tonight, which was great. Right, yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, and I'll have plenty of restaurants to walk to as I'm working. <laughs> that I know, could be well, a distraction. You'll, you'll never be hungry, that, that's for sure. Or thirsty, yes. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I heard, uh, so commercial, have you worked on any that are, the ones that are already here, have you? 
Um, in the downtown? Or just in, in, in the city in general? Um, nothing recently that, you know, that comes to mind. Um, I have a big commercial space coming up um, in Everett next week. That's okay. the old Everett Carpet Cleaning, which is a three-story uh, commercial building and a two-family in front of it, right on Main Street, uh, 340 Main, actually. It's about a mile and a half from Casino Land, um, so it should be a hot property that will be coming to the market uh, next week. Yeah. And 26 Weber Street, right in Maplewood. Yeah. We'll have a great uh, two-family uh, coming up, I think, on Monday. Um, and we have uh, several, you know, properties under agreement in Malden now and in several in several coming. So I, I predict it to be a very, very, you know, busy spring. Yeah. I'll ha- I'll have to meet these uh these new people you come in when I when I start my campaign. <laughs> yeah, yes. Maplewood every every place. Now the casino is that obviously is going to affect the things the people coming in asking about that is that the reason some I, people I I can look at this a thousand ways. I think we're still far enough away from it. Um Everett to me that's a little bit of a challenge as to whether that, you know, it raised prices before the casino came in and, you know, if they'll stabilize after. If I could only have the crystal ball, you know, for that. I think we all have our own opinions of that. The place looks absolutely gorgeous. I'm sure I'll go to nice restaurants and a spa there, you know, but uh, I know people are a lot concerned about traffic. So I think only time will tell how that shakes out. But I know it's bringing a lot of jobs. Um, I think they just had Malden as a... um, one of the uh, sessions, you know, just because yeah. Malden residents had sort of like first stab at, at the job market. So hopefully um, some people took advantage of that if they were looking for jobs. Yeah, I think they have uh, Malden, Medford, Everett. Yeah, the surrounding yeah. cities. Mm-hmm. Get first. Um, first dibs on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what else? There was a next. Um, but see, people have people have some people who were against the casino kept talking about crime so that that doesn't deter people from. Buying anything from, you know. I haven't heard it go against. You know, you've seen property values in Everett really go up in the two and three families. A lot of Airbnb going on, you know, apartment rentals that have shot up. They've seen, you know, an increase in in property values, and we've seen some really good sales numbers there. But I think, like I said, only time will tell what eventually happens, you know, after the casino is open. But again, Everett's still really close to Boston, so that's another appeal as well. Now, what goes into, obviously, the value of property, like additions to a home? Like, what would you... I mean, we look at properties just like an appraiser would look at properties. We give a market analysis to our clients. Um, But obviously, we're looking at age, condition, upgrades, location. You know, for me, um, in Malden, and I think every agent does the same thing, it's just different parts of Malden aren't even priced the same. You know, Maplewood values are not the same as Edgeworth, and Forest Hill is not the same as Faulkner. Um, An appraiser, you know, we usually try to stay a half a mile if we can, maybe a mile, but we like to keep our numbers tight because the values are different, you know, throughout the city. And certain things affect that location um, in terms of train station as well. So um, I think it's important to know your market, you know, as a real estate agent um, and if you are experienced enough in selling here, you know, you'll know the difference between, um, you know, Malden is a city of neighborhoods. You'll yeah. know how to properly price your listings and you'll know how to educate your buyers on, you know, what the different, the value is. 
you know, obviously, what can um, bring the value down? Is it is, is people in the neighborhood moving in or different things happen? Well, no, I just, I think that condition is yeah. obviously, you know, keeping up your with your property and maintaining it over time is, is huge. Um, some people over-improve their property and then they want to get this exorbitant amount of money that just doesn't make sense. Um, yeah. And the market won't absorb it and the banks yeah. won't loan yeah. on it. Um, we also run into that. Um, but I think general maintenance is always, you know, keep up with your painting, keep up with your lawn, you know, don't let your house fall down. If you can do that, you know, the little things so that when you do go to sell your home, I don't give you a laundry list and you're really mad at me. <laughs> no, but, um, I think that, you know, just maintenance and taking care of your place, you know, over time, it's not necessarily yeah. all of the upgrades, you know, sometimes people don't want to pay for stainless steel, you know, uh, appliances and granite that they don't like, you know, yeah. so you kind of, you have to really be careful about over improving your property. But I think just, you know, general maintenance is always one of the biggest things I run up against when I meet with clients. Um, if they, you know, go and paint or, you know, fix a broken stair or, you know, um, things like that, they want me to add value onto their home yeah. when it's really, that just is a wash in terms of general maintenance. It makes it more saleable. It just doesn't add value. So if you're considering selling your home, I always think um, it's nice to, you know, sit down with a realtor before you actually start sinking a bunch of money into your house to make sure that that, in fact, those are wise choices that you'll actually see some of that money back and not over-improve your house either. Now, if someone buys a house and something goes wrong, what's the liability? Is is the firm responsible for repairs? Like if you, or is everything supposed to be checked in a checklist? Um, so we advise all of our clients to have a home inspection. Okay. That is their right. Uh, we give them um, the state guidelines. Yeah. You know, we say to them, you know, we – can see things, you know, visible to us, but we are not uh, necessarily trained home inspectors or contractors. So we encourage people, you know, to have home inspections. Yeah. It's their right. If they choose not to, that is also their right. Um, so our job is to educate people yeah. the best way that we can. Okay. And uh, Malden being very, very old, uh, I can't believe I'm going to ask this on the air. Do you come across homes that are haunted? And I know there's haunted like isn't that true that you have to let the home the the potential buyer know that a house is haunted i've heard i don't stories. know what you mean by haunted because i don't know that we, well, know, we know that <laughs> if things are a, go a ghost is this, a go <laughs> is this based on fact i'm not sure are you asking if someone has passed away on the property if somebody yeah, asks yeah. you if if someone has passed away on the property and you have knowledge of that, then I would say yes, answer that. Um, but in terms of, I don't know, this paranormal stuff, I'm not yeah, sure what yeah. you're into, Jerry, <laughs> but um, I have never seen a ghost in the last 13, 14 years. Because I've heard, I mean, I've heard people say that they've bought, in, just in general, they've bought in homes and it was haunted and they weren't they weren't informed. Um. Fine, haunted. Well, again, a ghost, the <laughs> <a> spirit. <laughs> I don't know. I would like to think if somebody was, you know, haunted my house, it would be a good spirit there. But yeah. you know, like I said, if somebody does ask me, and it sometimes I don't have knowledge if someone had passed away in the home, but sometimes people will ask that for their comfort level, and if I know that the answer is yes, you know, I'll tell them, yeah. you know, straight out. 
because some people it just doesn't sit well. Okay, and we just touched upon earlier um, Redfin. That's the one that did the yes. Now is this the first time Edgeworth and Maplewood got that? I'm not sure, and that was a couple of years back. Um, it's just like school ratings to me. Yeah. You know, sometimes you'll see Malden is 40, and that's eight. You know, I don't know what they're using for scales. I think Malden's the number one community, you know, around in the greater Boston and North Shore area. Like I said, certain parts of uh, Malden, Edgeworth, you know, is one specifically that especially uh, near that train station, you know, they're also on the Medford line near the Fells and Assembly Row came there near Wellington. So they got, they're in this pocket, you know, of um, of homes where there's a lot of different, good, good different thing. Uh, how do I say? Um, they've got so many different things going for them in that location. They sort of popped up at the same time. Yeah. Um, but how they rank it, I'm really not sure. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not. Based on gains, I think. You know, gains in a year, you know, percentages or people moving in. When you're yeah. seeing, um, we've seen such rapid gains, you know, in Malden in the last five years, but even in certain segments higher than, you know, others. I mean, I'm not complaining, obviously. I'm proud of the fact, but that's that's a real, you know, an honor when you have. Mm. 50 other states no no know, no it is it it, it certainly is uh, like i said um i could give you a list of reasons why you know i think you know moving to malden is a great idea yeah um and i think it's going to get even better in the coming years well you've been around all the all the neighborhood you know all the different neighborhoods where would you say the highest value in home is i heard it's the the west end the west end Part of, yeah yeah <laughs> You know, I could argue this point if because you're looking at singles, if you're looking at multifamilies, but the West End does have, you know, they have a lot of older, bigger homes, and the bigger homes are generally worth, you know, money. People are into Victorians. You've got all the streets coming in, you know, Hawthorne um, and Woodland Road and Beltran and all these streets that have these beautiful um, older homes, Dexter Street. Um, they're big and they're ornate, and if they're well taken care of, they're you know sought after. Um, and we have seen homes pushing, um, you know, nine hundred thousand in that area, oh, single wow. families. Yes. What is the highest valued home that you dealt with in Malden? Jeez, I. It's a good question. I'm going to have to get back to you on yeah. that. Yeah, I don't, I don't track sales in that way, but I'd have to, I'd have to get back to you. And I'd, I'd figure old homes are in Bell Rock too, because that's the oldest yes. part of. Yeah. Yeah, there are certainly some, you know, big old Victorians and, uh, you know, 1900, 1920 houses, and when they're renovated, they're beautiful. You know, they hold all the old charm mixed with the new. So yeah. there's, there's a. Um, there are a lot of clients that they, they're not into the cookie-cutter houses, and they love that. And I know, and speaking of the West End, the Dexter house, that's that's the oldest house in Malden that's still standing, I believe. Is it? On, so on, you're on, teaching on, me today. Oh, yeah, on Dexter Street. I mean, you know, a bit of history because I'm a history buff, but Colonel Dexter was a friend of George Washington, and really? he came to Malden. George Washington. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't, but I'm learning about <laughs> we went the from paranormal real estate to, yeah, and George Washington. George Washington, yes. everything, yeah, history. But there's a paranormal story about him. But I won't, I won't get into that because oh yeah, you don't want to scare people yeah. out of Malden. What is the? Uh, I don't want to say this in a neck, but what's the? Well, you don't track sales. I was going to say, what was the lowest valued home you've encountered? 
Yeah, no, I don't track them that way at all. Because also I'm selling homes that are, some of them are in great need of rehab. Somebody buys them, they make them beautiful. They're now turning them into condos. So I don't really track sales that way. I mean, obviously condo sales um, will tend to be lower, you know, in price, depending on, you know, a garden style condo. You could have a townhouse worth 600000 easily in Malden or a garden, you know, style condo that's three fifty. So I don't track sales in lowest and in highest by any means. Yeah, I'm picturing property value. If, if the, I don't know if you've encountered homes that have like those homemade ponds and the, and the, you know how the people have like a brook a koi like, pond a koi, yeah yes uh, anybody in malden have that Cause I, i've i've never seen that in malden they're beautiful um i don't know if i've visited any but i've i've certainly or seen pl- sold yeah yeah i've certainly seen plenty of houses yeah. they're beautiful i don't know that i want to take care of one but <laughs> yeah okay. um but but they're beautiful for sure do people ask you and maybe a silly question about like the i know there's a lot of coyotes lately is that to detract people from I from haven't buying? heard anybody say, you know, up in the Forestdale area, I know they run through the cemetery sometimes. Yeah. Uh, uh, I've only seen one once. And that caused <laughs> it all... Didn't, it didn't scare me out of Malden. Yeah, it, 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 I know it brought all the rabbits into Maplewood and around the, the city. Sure. the rabbits out. Yep. Um, what's the fastest you've had at, like, a transactional sale? Uh, if it's cash, we can close, you know, 10 days, two weeks as soon as the title is clear. Do you get a lot of, is it more based we, cash? Or? We do have a lot of cash sales happening yeah. in Malden, for sure, more than I've seen over the years. Um, and so that certainly cuts down on transaction time. Yeah. We don't have to worry about banks or appraisals or anything like that. So if we have a clear title, and we can close really quickly. Because I've heard stories of people, you know, making offers for cash high amount and then they just do advise <laughs> advise well, against that obviously yeah on which side the buyer or seller side are you saying uh, well the uh the buyer um advise them against using yeah, cash? i mean obviously you want them to i, I that's kind of seems like it's i mean so, you know going through the proper channels through a you know a real estate market it seems right but someone just offering that's not a realtor like you saying oh i'll give you this amount of money for your house. Oh, without it being on the market? Yeah, is that like, is any legal ramifications? No, I mean, it's tricky. You do have people knocking on doors now, yeah. looking, you know, to buy your house. Um, sometimes I think really uneducated people can fall for, you know, somebody saying, hey, you know, your house looks like it needs work. I'll give you 250000 They're cash investors. You know, and the house might be worth four, but they need that two fifty, and they don't consult anybody, bring anybody in. The money is really appealing. Um, that's a low percentage, you yeah. know, of the transactions that are happening. And you know, I say to people all the time, call somebody, call a bank appraiser, you know, call a real estate agent. Try to so that you can understand the value of your home. You know, sometimes people just go on Zillow and try to get a value. They type in all types of things online to try to get a value for their house and you know sometimes even with Zillow um, there's a 10% margin of error that's a huge number 
Um, it's just they've never, you know, Zillow has never been inside your home. Yeah. They don't know if you've done updates. You know, they've got an algorithm based on sales in the area and they're taking your square footage, et cetera. They've never been inside. So some people, you know, you'll go to a listing appointment and they'll say, well, Zillow told me it's worth this. I hear it all the time. Yeah. You know, a couple times a week. Um, so I, I would say that, you know, get at least one market analysis, two, three from local agents um, to try to get you to actually gauge, you know, if you got three agents telling you um, then the same ballpark, then you yeah. should feel good. You know, sometimes you'll get one here and one here and one here. Um, so I think it's it's good to, to do your due diligence and do your homework. But there are people knocking on doors. There are houses in Malden that are vacant or there are houses that, you know, do need work and investors and uh, flippers will be knocking on your door yeah. ready to give you, you know, a cash sale. And a lot of times it is legitimate. It's just a matter of, you know, if that seller is ready to sell at that price or are they missing out on the, you know, putting in their open market yeah. to get a higher number. It really depends and it depends on their motivation to sell. Sometimes these are distressed sales. Um, where people really can't keep up with the maintenance of their home or they're behind on mortgage payments. So I always say, you know, call someone, call your bank, try to get a loan modification. You know, if you're struggling with the mortgage, call a realtor, see if they can help you. We have contacts with attorneys. We help people all the time to stay in their home. Um, that's my best advice. Now, most of your clientele, they they varied from families to maybe a, a couple or a single person. For sure. I mean, there are a lot of, you know, single professionals, you know, moving into Malden as as well as families. So I think it it really it's just a mix. It varies. Now, back, let's see, uh, 2008 when the bubble burst, was that because of a lot of people trying to buy homes they couldn't afford? Is that I mean, how this part of it um, mortgages banks were giving, you know, loans to people that they shouldn't. So you saw people in financial crisis. I mean, real estate is cyclical. Yeah. Um, I think right now this market has lasted a bit longer than than it normally would have. I think after we thought post-election um, that we would have seen a little bit of a slowdown and we haven't. But you are starting to see a little bit of a normalization in today's market. Um, I think the spring market will continue to be strong, but in December, you could watch if you're watching like fourth, fourth quarter, you know, December to December 2017 and 2018, and you're looking in Malden, you're start, you started to see like the decrease in sales. And that's the first time really that that has happened. Yeah. Um, so buyers right now, I think that are out in the marketplace, um, are a little bit more picky. There are more homes on the market now. Um, compared to, say, this time last year. So they can be more picky. And sellers just really haven't come to that realization that it might not be the same market that it was last spring. Certainly still a really good time, you know, yeah. to sell. Um, but it is coming into a more normal market um, than it has been in quite some time. So all real estate is a cycle. Um, it never stays up, up, up forever or down. You know, it is dictated by interest rates. Yeah. The economy, um, if we're at war, you know, there are a lot of, you know, factors and variables. But the thing of it is, there are still not enough homes being built. So there's supply and demand. There's, there still is that. Um, that There are still many people uh, looking to buy homes. The interest rates are still really good. Yeah. 
you know, our parents probably bought and the interest rate was 17, 18%, you know, back in the 80s. And young kids will come to buy a house and, you know, and the rate spiked in the fall. They're like, they're almost at five. I'm like, yeah. that's not bad, you know, com- comparatively. Now, um, do the, how, how, have you ever had like clients that would, in the process of buying a house from you and then you go through the whole motions and they change their mind because they, want to find another house through you and then you have to start the process over has that ever happened like a buyer's remorse situation yeah i've been on the recipient as a as a as a listing agent uh with that happening it does get challenging how far you are down the line because you do have deposits in play you know your past purchase and sales so that can become sticky you know you do have to commit at some point to buy the property so i've never had one of my clients decide not to buy but i've been on the listing side where i've seen a couple of fall-throughs happen that way now people who are buying a house for the first time do they have to give a deposit is that is that an odd uh, you know, i've heard some it doesn't people matter say, who it doesn't matter who it is you know um tip, the, the offer process is the same um if you're talking about first-time homebuyer incentives, yeah. you know, for first-time homebuyers, you can always check with the Malden Redevelopment Authority to see, you know, what they're offering or your local bank. But the process in Massachusetts is the same. Typically, we take, you know, a deposit, an example of a first deposit, it's $1,000 to bind an offer, um, and then we'll give, you know, a bigger chunk at the purchase and sales agreement, Yeah, um, which is deposit money, not to be confused with down payment money. Um, so... It's the same no matter if you're a first-time home buyer or you buy, you know, 10 houses this year. Yeah. Now, what about, uh, for example, someone like me that's a veteran? Let's say they were trying to buy a house or if they wanted to. is VA loans are outstanding. Um, you know, to go through a bank to get a loan, you know, you'll get a lower interest rate. You probably have no PMI. You can buy a house with no money down, you know, as a veteran. Um, so certainly great incentives, you know, for veterans to buy homes. Do you get a lot of veterans? I haven't had any, um, probably in the last year or two, but over the years, yes, I've, I've helped quite a few. I've seen some really nice letters written, you know, from veterans, you know, uh, to buy a home. And then on the other end happens to be another veteran, you know, so, uh, it's great to see that, you know, that dream come true, but, uh, the VA loan is outstanding as it should be. It has a lot of incentives, uh, for buyers. Oh, wow. And in, in the past, let's say at the beginning of the year, uh, January up until now, how many, how many homes have you? How many have I sold? Yeah. Um, so we've probably got, I think somewhere six million in contract or listed right now. Oh wow! So in the first forty, you know, forty something days, we're off and running. Six million. Week. That's probably that's probably probably less than ten homes. Yep. Judging, yeah. Yep. Because mm-hmm. I, I know some of the values of homes are on Malden. Yep. Like you said, uh, nine. You know, average least- would be well. The average, you know, um, price if you're looking at everything is probably around four sixty. As a as a median uh, price in Malden right now, but that's now, taking everything into account. I know different communities there, the house value is higher. Is that is there a reason why a certain community would have a lot of their homes starting at like a higher value over like four fifty? Um, well, that's just the median because that takes into account condos yeah. and everything. But what 
what do you mean? I mean, what, how they commanding higher yeah, prices? Yeah, like what would how is it the is it the surrounding areas of that certain town or city, or things going on? Yeah, I just like I said before, I think it's just a, a mixed a mixed bag. You know, I think Malden's a place that it's affordable now still. Yeah, I don't know that that's always going to be that way. I think people thought the same thing about Cambridge. You know, didn't think that about Cambridge and Somerville, yeah. and now everyone is moving here. So um, I think, like I said, with the development of the downtown, um, the things that they're doing with schools, the charter school has been a big draw for people. Um, so it, you know, only time will tell. But I see that Malden's on the rise, and I, I say get in now while you can because yeah. I, the gains here are have been pretty big over the last five years. Because I've had people that I know want want to buy homes in Malden and they say it's too high and they, they'll say, well, we're going to go north. Yeah. I'm it's, like, well. It's, it's happening though. It is. You, yeah. you know, a lot of the, the people I grew up with um, have now moved to Peabody and Billerica. They can get um, a bigger home with more land, uh, but they have to move away from the city. That's the trade-off. Yeah. So you are seeing that, that there are people that are, you know, that are priced out for sure. You know, my brother and sister have homes in Peabody, and a lot of people I know from Revere and who yes. grew up in Malden are all going to the North Shore. And I hate to see so many yeah. families I know leave. I know yeah. it's hard. It's like a gold rush. Like what, ha- like yeah, what happened? Yeah, I know. But, I know. But the homes up there too are more. They could be more expensive. It just depends on where you are. I've seen a lot of people move to Peabody. You know, the taxes aren't bad. You've got a lot of land. Um, and you can get probably a newer home. I'm not trying to sell Peabody over Malden. Yeah, it just yeah. depends on where you want to be. Have I'm you, a city girl. That's too far for me. Yeah. Have you seen people that you know come back that had that bought homes in Peabody? And yeah, we've had and- we've had friends that have uh, moved to North Reading and ended up back in Malden. So it just depends on you know what what you're used to um, and what your type of life you're looking for. If you're looking for family life and school, or you want to be you know close to Boston, I think. Um, but yeah, it feels like I'm driving across country when I'm that far. Yeah. Out in the country. Yeah. Just, it's not good for me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not, I mean, then you have other cities that are on the ocean. So I don't know what that does to the property values, like, you know, Revere along the beach. Um, I think the development of Revere beach is still ongoing. Yeah. Um, they built that beach house, which is absolutely gorgeous if you haven't seen it they're all rentals they're up at you know between three thousand and thirty five hundred a month to live on revere beach the inside looks like a miami hotel um absolutely gorgeous i've had a client of mine who downsized from a malden home moved there for a year transition um, but i think the development of sort of revere beach um the suffolk downs area yeah. that still you know remains to be seen what happens there now you said you do have business in boston Boston, like proper, like I do Cambridge and yeah. Somerville. I would take clients into Boston. I well, know it pretty well. You know, having gone to BU, I know a lot about Boston. Um, I've done a lot in Somerville and Cambridge. I really don't. After the uh, tunnel, that's where you lose me. Yeah. Quincy, you know, George, I refer those clients to other experienced agents. Any in the Back Bay area? Uh, you- yeah, no, I would, certainly. Yeah. yeah. But av- I always say, you know, after the uh, tunnel, it's somebody else, not me. Get yeah. the expert in that area. No, because I'm saying that because I, I work on Boylston Street at the, the Four Seasons. Yeah. And there's, there's residents up top. Oh, yeah. And they're always, you we know. just the, went to the Teddy Bear Tea, I think I told yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and the, And the people, the, the, you know, some some of the residents that live in the condos, they're, they're asking prices. Uh, 
places that are probably the size of this. I this know. Whole floor and it's it's a location lot. Yeah. is everything, right? Yeah, and then we have another Four Seasons opening up in April. Oh wow! Dalt, uh, one, it's for, it's bought, it's called Four Seasons Boston uh, One Dalton. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And that's that's majority our residents, and it's supposed to be the the tallest building in New England, sixty stories. Yes, amazing. I did see it online, and you're even seeing families, you know, move into Boston now. Yeah which is different than it was years ago. A lot of families were moving into suburbs to get, you know, the bigger house and the yard. Now we have two parents working, you know, um, in most homes. You have people trying to commute to Boston. So you see people, families moving into Beacon Hill um, and Millennium Towers, whatever it is, people are, you know, moving their families into Boston. So that has been a shift in the last few years, I would say. And that's what I said. The appeal about Malden and the surrounding towns is because it, it's close enough. Yeah. Um, I, I think um, that trend uh, coincides with just the way that we live now. Like I said, you have a lot of people, two working, um, two people working in a home. They've got kids. They're trying to juggle life. They're working a lot of hours. So convenience has really become everything. You know, I have clients moving into Malden. And they're not um, concerned if the yard isn't that big. They say to me, well, I work so much. How could I take care of a yard? It's fine. I have a little bit to grill, and that's good. Um, Opposed to, you know, maybe years ago you were looking for the – the big, you know, yard to have barbecues and family parties yeah. and a pool. It's a little bit sad because I think a little bit, but that has changed a lot. Um, that sort of, you know, tradition. But I think it's the reality of it that most people want convenience now. Yeah. Well, well, less wow. This <laughs> time's flying by. We have less than ten minutes. I'm trying to think of anything that I haven't covered. Um, you said the climate, obviously can affect i predicted i don't want anyone to hold me accountable but i i predicted a, a mild winter and you saw the groundhog <laughs> so i i predict you know more sales for you let's hope that we don't see a turbulent march yeah i don't want march to get angry now well it, it, it's ken in the past you know yes. and we've had summers that always weren't hot yeah rainy Rainy April Sunday. Fool's Day snowstorms. Yeah, I not up that. for yeah, it. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, spring market is always dictated by weather. Yeah. So we're still really busy because the weather hasn't been terrible, you know. And like I said, serious buyers are out there looking. Yeah. Now your office, well, the new office across the street. It's only you only have the first floor. We'll be a, or the whole bu- is the first floor because above it are apartments that are okay. all rented out. Yeah. Um. So there is actually a couple open spaces. Next to us, if anyone's looking to le- lease, I know a spa opened up. Is it Aura Spa? I a couple so, yeah. uh, down from us. We'll be on the corner at number 150, but there are a couple of vacancies um, next to us as well. And hopefully, uh, we'll be opening in the next couple of weeks. Well, we'll be in there in the next couple of weeks. And you said you have a staff of 10? Um, we have probably five right now that'll be there from the get go, but we're growing. Like I said, we're interviewing. Um, recruiting in the process now um but i mentioned you know if you know anybody or if you're an agent um that's considering a move we certainly would love to have a confidential interview to see you know if if you think our group would be a good fit for you do you uh, do you plan on having a soft opening or i do (laughs) i'm gonna keep those those are all secrets Secrets, now yeah yeah of course we're so excited to be here we'd love to have a ribbon cutting 
um, and a grand opening, you know, when we're, when we're full up and running. April. Probably. Maybe, yeah. maybe. maybe. Soon, yeah. Sooner than April? No, I don't think so. Like I said, it's going to take some time. In an ideal yeah. world, we would have been settled over the winter months. It took a little bit longer than we anticipated. Um, so we'll probably, you know, get in there. And we're all, like I said, we're still working a lot with our clients. We want to get, get it right. I feel like we got the space right. The vibe of the office, you know, needs to be right. All the all the employees in there have the same role. You said one handles... Uh apartments if well we will be hiring an apartment specialist okay. there we don't have that person um you know committed yet we do have uh listing and selling agents we have admin support so there'll be you know different different roles within the office so is this sort of i should have asked you in the beginning is this sort uh, like a franchise so Fr- like i said century 21 northeast is the biggest um franchise that's growing you know within the country yeah uh, most rapidly growing franchise. Uh, I think now at about 53 offices. So it'll open up as Century 21 Northeast, um, the Christian Genetti Group. So it'll be like a group within a franchise, a much larger franchise. Okay. And what, what's the closest, after aside from you, is there another Century office? So there's other Century 21 Northeast offices are Everett, Chelsea. They just opened up Somerville. Uh, Revere, Saugus, Peabody, all along the North Shore. Oh, so it's one per. Yeah, it's. I mean, not one per city, but there are many. Um, there are many throughout the Northeast. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. And you, uh, eventually, you'll have probably more than one offices. Me? Yeah. I mean, uh, Mal- Malden's my place. Yeah. Uh, that's where I would like to keep my focus. Oh, within I- Malden, when you do another spot, if the if. It's going to uh, grow, obviously. Cause if, it, if, it, if it grew over time and we outgrew the space, is that yeah, what you're saying? Yeah. Um, I guess we we're here for a few years. I mean, we would we would reevaluate it. Um, my hope is to grow, but um, certainly happy with the one space now. That's great. And yeah. you said now uh, Pleasant Street is going to end up like a throughway. Th- yeah. The way it should be, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's had- it's going to be pretty cool, you know, to be able to have. Um, my friends that work in, you know, City Hall, I'm in, you know, the different, I got to go to the building department and the treasurer, you know, I'm in and out of them and I can walk and I can have lunch with friends, which will be nice, but there will be a lot of foot traffic. People can get off the train. They can come visit our office. Like I said, there'll probably be 750 or so apartments surrounding us. Um, These people, you know, have a need for, um, a rental agent as well as there'll be move up buyers as well. They'll be looking to buy a home. They can just walk right into our office, um, which will be really great. And uh, you brought that up earlier about, you know, having three train stations close by. I know that's what some people ask you when they're buying a, ho- a home. Yes. One of the questions. You said it was transportation you know, through trains and schooling. I think transportation, proximity to Boston, you know, schooling. They look at downtowns. They look at restaurants. I mean, look at... The downtown of Melrose. I mean, Melrose has a great downtown, yeah. and it's a, been a big appeal, you know, for buyers. They they walk, they bring their carriages down, you know, with their kids. There are yeah. farmers markets, and there are restaurants, and they can go everywhere on foot. Uh, hopefully, you know, as we develop Malden Center, it'll look it'll look something like that as well. Do they ever ask you about parks? 
Like um, places too. Yes, um, particularly families too that have nannies that have after school. If they don't have cars, they want to make sure that they can walk to a place where their kids can play. So that you know that does become a question. Okay. So it's nice to be able to, as people come into Malden, to be able to you know I feel like I can answer most questions. You know we've got the residential tax exemption that a lot of people don't know about, which is a huge savings if you're going to be an owner-occupant in the city yeah. um, and live in the property up to a 30% exemption after you know the first year or so, which is also a nice draw. Not every community has that. Medford doesn't, but uh, you know Somerville, Cambridge, Everett, Chelsea, you know a few of the surrounding communities do, and it's a huge incentive yeah. um, to come here. But I feel um, as a, you know, local and experienced Malden agent, I can answer a lot of, you know, uh, most of your questions. Yeah. And if there were one or two I couldn't, I would find the answer. But um, it's nice just to be able to provide people with extra information that they may need. You know, I feel like I know the communities. I know the streets. I know the people. I know where to go if you need something. Yeah. Um, So I feel like I can be an asset in that way. Does anyone ever ask you about tax abatements? Yeah, that's what I was saying, the residential yeah, yeah, tax exemption. Yeah. A lot of people coming here, they don't know. Um, and some of the other agents outside of Malden don't know. So, I, you know, I definitely like to tell them because they should all be um, capitalizing yeah. on that. That's huge. Now, that devalues your home, correct, if you get an abatement, I heard? if Well, the abatement, the residential exemption is, I mean, if you're looking for an abatement, yeah. if you're looking for... You know, maybe you have unusable land that's in a mountain and you feel like you're paying too much for taxes because you can't use that land. You can certainly go to the assessor's office and try to get an abatement. I was talking about the residential tax exemption. Okay. That would be for all, you know, owner occupants. Um, it's it's an incentive if you live in the home opposed to, you know, being a landlord that's not living there. You... Um, you can go right to the assessor's office or go online. You can fill out the form and apply for it um, to get that savings, which is up to like a 30% uh, exemption on your taxes. In okay. some cases, it's $150 a month. So everybody should be taking advantage of it, you know, if you live in your home. And now they te- they talk about, as you probably know, the, the Malden River, and they want to try to Revitalize develop that. Yeah, yeah, so that'll obviously bring in business for you. People will see, you know, read about that and... We do sit in, uh, I do sit in, um, the mayor Christensen has a quarterly brokers meeting. So we meet, you know, four times a, four times a year. Uh, and I get to hear about, you know, the, the cool restaurants coming in and, you know, revitalization, revitalization of the downtown. We talked about River's Edge, all that. Um, that would be huge, you know, if that, if that were developed. And I know that it's, it's in the works and there yeah. are some, you know, plans. Nothing is finite, but they've certainly, um, they've made some headway there. It would be amazing. Oh, wow. All right. Well, that's the, the director telling me that our, our time is up, that that flew. I want to thank Kristen Gennetti for basically for having sa- saving the show because we had open air in the beginning. But if you one last time want to give people your contact info so they can. Sure. I mean, if you're looking to buy or sell in Malden, feel free to, you know, go to any of my social media pages. Uh, you can find me pretty easily through Google, um, but you can always, you know, Call me anytime at 781-704-7040, and I would love to help you uh, find a home. Just sit down and chat with you. I you know, I do appointments all the time where there's no obligation, and you may not be looking to buy or sell right away, but I'm always here to help. Thank you. Thanks for having yeah. me. The following program was produced by Community Producer. 
The content, views, and opinions expressed are the sole responsibility of the community producer and do not reflect Malden Access Television, the City of Malden, or your cable provider. MATV welcomes your comments. Call us at 781-321-6400 or email us at access at matv.org. Mm-hmm.